Welcome to Better Animal Handling, episode 156. From the center of Missouri, USA, I'm C.B. Chastain, your guide to better animal handling, and Abby, my cattle dog and social butterfly co-host. Say hi, Abby. Our goals are to improve your knowledge of why domestic animals from Chihuahua's Clydesdales act as they do and how to better handle them safely and humanely. Today's episode is on socialization of puppies. Our topics for this week are Preparation of puppies for socialization. Puppy classes. Preparation of children for handling puppies. Exposure of puppies to other species of animals. And commercially bred puppies. Behavioral issues, not diseases, are the number one cause of death for dogs under three years of age. Most behavioral issues can be prevented by early socialization of puppies. Dogs, like other domestic species, go through an early socialization period during which their social experiences have a greater effect on the development of their temperament and behavior than if the experiences occur later in life. In dogs, The period ranges between the end of the neonatal period at two and a half to three weeks of age. That's the age when the eyes and ears have first opened, to sometime between 12 and 14 weeks. However, others suggest that the effective period may be significantly shorter, while others say that social maturity does not occur until 36 months. However, dogs that have little or bad experience with humans prior to 14 weeks of age, rarely bond or respond to humans well for the rest of their lives. Many social and behavioral deficits observed in adult dogs can be caused by removing puppies too early from their den and litter mates. Puppies need to learn social ranking between three to eight weeks of age through play fighting and how to interact with humans and other species from five to 12 weeks. The American Veterinary Society of Animal Behavior recommends beginning socialization at seven to eight weeks of age and seven days after the first vaccinations and deworming treatment. Vaccinated puppies attending socialization classes are at no greater risk for canine parvovirus infection than vaccinated puppies that do not attend those classes. However, classes should be held on surfaces that are easily cleaned and disinfected and puppy exposure to dog parks, pet stores, and other areas that are highly trafficked by ill dogs or dogs of unknown vaccination status or not sanitized regularly should be avoided. If adopted from a shelter, the puppy should be kept in their new home for two weeks before socializing with other dogs to reduce the risk of the puppy exposing other dogs to shelter-acquired diseases. Puppies should not socialize with other dogs that are sneezing, 
coughing, vomiting, or having diarrhea in order to reduce the risk of transmission of disease to the puppy. Socialization should minimally include other people, children, other dogs, cats, vacuum cleaners, moving cars, bicycles, veterinary hospitals, and grooming parlors. A popular rule of seven is often applied. By seven weeks of age, the pup should have been on seven surfaces, played with seven different objects, been in seven locations, met with seven new and different people, including old, young, disabled, different races, and others. Been exposed to seven challenges, similar to an obstacle course, eaten from seven different types of containers, and eaten in seven different locations. Well-organized puppy classes can be very helpful in socializing a weaned puppy. Ideally, puppies should be grouped by similar size. To limit distractions, a group should be no more than six puppies. And each puppy should have only one or two people handling it. Puppies should never be exposed to an experience that is perceived as harmful, painful, or excessively frightening. If the puppy becomes apprehensive, its handler should give it a command and then reward it, but not pet or cuddle the puppy immediately after it acts apprehensive, or it will interpret fearful actions yield rewards. Supervised playtime should be scheduled each day. The play and training sessions should be short, about 15 minutes, and only 1% improvement expected at each training session. When allowed to play with freedom, the puppy's distracted attention can be regained as needed by having it wear a drag line leash at least four feet long. Handlers should avoid sitting on the floor or ground when playing with a pup due to overstimulation of the puppy that generally results. Punitive methods, including scruff shakes, alpha rolls, pinning on the floor, Dumping on the nose, swatting with rolls of paper or shock collars should never be used in training puppies. Socialization with humans must present the handler as a consistent, gentle leader. Interactions with humans should be gentle, not rough, and not submissive to any attempts by the puppy to dominate. Effective socialization must be one-on-one with each puppy, not as a litter. Direct attention from a handler should be only when the dog is obeying a command. When attention is shown to the dog, the dog should return with its attention. Positive reinforcements are initially small bits of food treats, which are combined with petting and other praises. Training treats for basic training should be dry for the ease of handling and to prevent spoilage. Treats should also be small enough to be consumed within a couple of seconds. Food treats are gradually phased out as the dog matures and responds to other forms of praise. Petting should be reserved only as a reward for good behavior. Withdrawal of handler attention should be the penalty for poor behavior. Fearful behavior should not be rewarded with extra attention to try to comfort it and apprehension should not be reprimanded. 
Rather, the handler should have the puppy obey a familiar basic command such as sit and then reward it for sitting. A familiar situation, direct attention from the handler and reward for appropriate behavior, will provide distraction from its apprehension and provide a feeling of security for the puppy. It's important for a handler to establish a superior social rank to the puppies during its socialization. This requires controlling the puppy's resources and movements. One of the steps in acquiring higher social status is to have the puppy sit before feeding, placing a hand in the food dish while it eats, and eventually feeding it a portion of its meal by hand out of the feed bowl. Puppy's movement should be controlled as in being taught to sit if approached by strange people or when a stranger comes to the door. Handlers should expect a puppy to learn to wait for permission to go through doors or up and down stairs when on a leash. A handler should remain still, avoiding any attention to the puppy until its attention is directed only to the handler. The puppy should not move more than the handler moves and it's given permission to move. A dog shows disrespect for a handler by putting its mouth around an arm or hand. If a puppy mouths a handler's arms, hands, or fingers, the handler should make a high-pitched sound and ignore the puppy for about a minute before returning to more interactions with it. Puppies should not leave litter mates and their mother until about eight weeks of age so they can better learn bite inhibition from each other. A puppy should experience a wide variety of people, animals, and situations in non-threatening ways during their prime socialization period. Things that make a loud noise should be introduced at a distance and gradually introduced to the puppy. The puppy should be exposed at a distance to a running vacuum cleaner, motorcycles, and other noisemakers in its new home and be exposed again at a later time closer to the noise and repeat. The puppy should be taken to shopping centers, parks, veterinary clinics, and other sites where there are many people and much activity. It should be taken for short but frequent rides in a car. Stops for the puppy to get out and relax should be planned. Handlers should counter-condition the puppy to being brushed, bathed, inspected, and having its nails clipped and its teeth and ears cleaned. This is accomplished by gentle, frequent, short-term handling sessions with small food treats whenever the puppy does not react adversely to the distracting stimuli. Handlers must always supervise the interaction of puppies with other people, particularly children. Interactions need to be calm, gentle, brief, and controlled. Small children in particular should be closely supervised to ensure against unpleasant or threatening experiences for the puppy. Children should be taught in advance to move slowly and to be quiet around puppies. Although small children should learn to gently handle puppies in their lap while sitting and supervised by an adult, they should not ever pick up or carry puppies. Bites and scratches occur to children from struggling puppies and bone-breaking falls occur to puppies when dropped. Children should be advised not to bother puppies 
when the puppies are eating or resting in their crates. Exposure to other dogs during a socialization period should only be to good canine role models. Much is learned by puppies from observing how other dogs relate to humans and other animals. The first socialization with other animals should be to other dogs that are introduced to the puppy's environment. The introduced dog should be, at first, of similar size, friendly, healthy, and vaccinated dogs and other puppies. Larger and smaller dogs should be introduced later. Cats that are not afraid of dogs should be introduced to the puppy. A second stage of socialization is to take the puppy outside of its own environment to homes of other friendly, well-behaved pets. A puppy should be socialized to any type of animal that it may come in contact with during the rest of its life, which in some cases may include birds, horses, cattle, sheep, swine, and others. There is not a uniform definition of commercial dog breeders. One that is accepted in most states is breeding 20 or more dogs within a year. Another criterion that is often accepted to separate hobby breeders from commercial breeders is breeding more than three breeds of dogs. The American Veterinary Medical Association defines a high-volume dog breeder as any person who whelps more than six litters a year or transfers the ownership of more than 50 dogs per year. Commercially bred puppies are generally at high risk for inadequate socialization. Many states do not mandate socialization of commercially bred puppies, and those that do have vague requirements. Interstate shipment of puppies falls under federal regulations. However, socialization is not a requirement for interstate shipment, and interstate shipment is permissible as early as seven weeks of age. Retail pet stores are also not required to socialize puppies. Dogs obtained from pet stores are rarely socialized properly. They have significantly more aggressiveness toward humans, including family members and other animals. They also have separation-related problems and inappropriate urination and defecation problems. If you have comments or are interested in a particular animal handling subject, contact us at cbc at betteranimalhandling.com. Now, let's recap the key points to remember from today's episode. Early socialization of puppies can save their place in a home and their lives. Socialization involves well-controlled exposure to people, animals, things, and places that a puppy will likely encounter throughout its life. Early socialization should occur at the optimum time, which is approximately 3 to 14 weeks of age. Abby says it's time to wrap up this episode. More information on animal handling can be found in my book, Animal Handling and Physical Restraint, published by CRC Press and available on Amazon and from many other fine book supply sources. My new spiral-bound handbook, Concise Textbook of Small Animal Handling, was recently published and available from all major science book supply sources.
Additional information is available at betteranimalhandling.com. This website has more than 150 past podcasts with notes on handling of dogs, cats, other small mammals, birds, reptiles, horses, cattle, small ruminants, swine, and poultry. Don't forget, serious injury or death can result from handling and restraining some animals. Safe and effective handling and restraint requires experience and continual practice. Acquisition of the needed skills should be under the supervision of an experienced animal handler. Thanks for listening. Abby and I hope you'll come back next week when I'll talk about common trees that are poisonous to large animals. Hey Abby, what's your favorite tree? I figured it would be the dogwood. What do you like about the dogwood? I see. So you can identify it by its bark.